Next up on the Renaissance Man podcast, we have actor, comedian, youth pastor, and author, Tail Mitchell, who is a 90s TV icon known for starring in the classic show, All That Plus Keenan and Kale. Coming up, I talked to Kale about how being a theater kid helped keep him out of trouble on the south side of Chicago. How he learned to cope with both success and rejection in his career and which celebrities might be making an appearance on the upcoming Good Burger sequel. Up next, Kale Mitchell. Let's go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, co-workers, family members, siblings, your partner. Share it with anybody that can use some of this Good old-fashioned tofu. This week's theme, find your inner peace. Finding my own inner peace has truly helped me a lot. I'm able to connect better with others. I can navigate tough situations and decisions with a little more comfort and ease. But also, I get more mental clarity so that I can strategize and plan personal and professional moves. It all starts with getting in touch with your own inner peace. And someone who understands the power of faith is my next guest. Kale Mitchell has been making audiences laugh since he was a teenager on Nickelodeon. And today he is still connected with young people as a youth pastor author and entertainer. Coming up, I talked to Kale about why he felt it was so very important that he was transparent about his struggles with depression. The moment he knew the show All That was going to be special and what he feels is the key to a good burger. Up next, Kale Mitchell. two-time Emmy Award-nominated actor, producer, comedian, youth pastor, and author who was a staple on Nickelodeon during the 90s for shows like All That and Keenan and Kale. But there's more. He recently celebrated the release of his 90-day devotional book, Blessed Mode, and 
an illustrated novel for kids called Prank Day. It is my honor to welcome the multi-talented Kale Mitchell to the Renaissance Man podcast. What up, though? Yo, yo, thanks for having me, man. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> That's what's up. Appreciate the love. We got Lake Michigan and 94 in common. You grew up on the south side of Chicago. Yep. Tell me about your childhood and your upbringing. Man, uh, man, love, first of all, man, shout out to you, legend, legendary. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, and you, you know, you that. went for the shop of you. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, man, uh, grew up on the south side of Chicago. My uh, mom uh, was, a, she was retired now, but she was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad, psychologist, they're both retired now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, they just really um, always... Uh, made sure that I was into positive, uh, you know, activities and hobbies, you know, while growing up in the shop because uh, they didn't want me to follow the wrong crowd. And, you know, shout out to my parents uh, for doing that. You know, uh, they they tried everything when I was a kid. You know what I mean? I, I, I did some of every activity you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but acting is the one uh, that stuck with me. And shout out to uh, ETA Creative Arts Foundation. Um, because it was one summer uh, where my parents was like, we don't know what to do with this boy. He's he a class clown. He keep getting in trouble. We don't know what to do. And uh, they sent me to the theater uh, in our community where we used to watch plays. And they had a summer program. And when I stepped into that theater, that's when I was like, yo, this is it. You know what I mean? This is what I want to be doing. And it wasn't a thing of just like getting on TV or anything like that. It was just a positive thing to do. Uh, that's why I always support the arts uh, in the community. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so talk to me about when you first got in the theater and some of the things you recall doing as it related to exercises in theater. Bro, like uh, I learned a lot of lessons coming up. You know what I mean? And and one shout out to Renako Jahi, uh, my drama teacher. Um, I remember when after summer, I started being in a lot of plays uh, at the theater. And it became a job for me. So now my mom and my dad was like, yo, you want to do this after school, you need to act right in school. So I was acting right in school so I could, you know, have my job right at the theater. And I remember one of the plays I was acting up doing rehearsal. You know, I was running around. I wasn't listening to the director. And Renaco said, "Okay, you keep messing around on opening night. We're going to have your understudy open the show. And I'm like, yo. And I'm thinking like, nah, he ain't gonna do that. You know, I got grandma coming. I got everybody coming. Everybody come through. We all good. Still was acting up. Right. And so I did that. And for show, understudy opened up. I'm on the playbill, all of that. And grandma and order everybody. I wasn't able, <laughs> you know what I mean, to perform wow. it open tonight. And I was upset at the time, but now it it helped me, it helped me so much. You know what I mean? Because it showed me take this. Take this seriously. You know what I mean? Take it yes. seriously. And uh, it was a beautiful lesson, man. And I took that on t- even to now, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. That happened to me before in middle school. I was acting up at school. I used to be the student that wanted to hurry up and finish my work and then act silly the rest of the time. Uh-huh. And I got in trouble in school. And my mother took me off the basketball team. And it was just like you just said, it was a big Christmas tournament coming up. I had been doing good. Everybody was coming to watch me play from the block. Grandma, everybody was coming to watch me play. And I literally had to sit on the bench 
with my street clothes on. I was so salty. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> embarrassed. But you're right. That definitely breeds character. And so there had to be some times in your career where you were like, man, this ain't going, this ain't the best day I'm having at, at my job. Or I didn't get the role that I hoped that I was going to get. Can you talk to me about one of the things that you really wanted to happen that didn't happen and how you managed it? Man, plenty, plenty, plenty. I We would be sitting here for a minute. But one lesson that I did get, because um, I'm very competitive. And the thing about it is, is that when you mix uh, being competitive and then you also mix where uh, I didn't take like what I'm talking about, criticism very well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Corrective criticism. Yep. And so I didn't like rejection. So if you take someone that's very competitive and don't like rejection, it became wild for me, right? So at sometimes it helped because, you know, I always wanted to be the funniest character on the show, right? You know what I mean? And it, it would work in that way. But then if it was like, I didn't get something, it was just like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Hold up, you're supposed to get that to me. No you know doubt. what I mean? I need that. That's me. That's me all day. Right. And then I'm upset at that person that got it. Or I'm mm -hmm. upset now the entire day. And you take mm -hmm. that anger, you know what I mean, into your next situation. Uh, people see how you reacted to it. And it was when I decided to go, okay, what is for me is for me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And in the word, it says, be slow to anger. And what that really is saying is, is that don't let yourself get so angry or so puffed up that it's all about you in the first place. You know what I mean? Because it really isn't. You know what I mean? It's a team right. effort. And in entertainment, the thing about it is, is that I started putting myself behind the scenes of a lot of like um, project uh, productions. So then that way I can understand how it's really a team effort. So I became the director, you know, I started writing and understanding writing and all this stuff to really understand, like, this is a, a team effort. And when you get puffed up or you get upset about situations, you can hurt somebody else's job and hurt your de destiny as right. well. So the thing about it is, is that you got to look at it like, okay, what's for me is for me. And also too, these people have been working on this project before mm -hmm. the audition. <laughs> right. So right. even before the audition, they know what they want to see. So they know the right. look they want. They know what type of style they want. And if you are not that, it's OK. You go get what God has for you. But don't get upset about it. I heard an actor say one time, he said um, that when you go for an audition, you're still clocking in. So it takes away the anxiety and the stress of, I got to get this because I got to get this for my family. I've been there. Like, I got to get this job. I got to pay these bills. I'm living from check to check. I got to get this. But then when I started to go, oh, I'm still clocking in. I'm going to just go like I already have the job. So this is just me going in and working for it already. And when you go in with that mindset, it's kind of like you don't worry about it anymore. You leave it there. You do your best job and you leave it there. Because when you come in with that, right. ah, they see it. They feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. for you, like, you kicked off your acting career at 15, Bruh. as I mentioned, on all that with Kenan Thompson. So yeah. take me back to that period of your life. And when did you realize that you were a part of something special? Woo, man. Well, it, at first, we were on all that. And all that was a special uh, because Nickelodeon had never done anything like this that was so diverse. 
with so many kids from every walk of life, you know, right. different races. Uh, and they put it out there just to see. And we flew out there, you know, after we got the job and we flew from everywhere and shot it. And we just thinking like, oh, this is a one time thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it airs, though, and it takes off. I mean, like it blows up. They say, hey, come back, come back to Florida. We're going to start shooting the show. And I mean, it started revving up. So you talking about because I rap, too. So hip hop saved my life, too, in, in Chicago. Uh, you know, God and then hip hop as well, because yeah, wow. uh, when it was like stuff going on, I was into like breakdancing, graffiti, mm-hmm. all that stuff like that. No so I was really into hip hop no strong. Doubt. So I used to rap first. And so like to see all these artists that I admired to now the first season of all that. I mean, we had everybody on there. You know what I mean? And like all the just like bad boy records that Def Jam, everybody you could possibly think of was guest starring on all that. So for me, that was big to like have TLC do the theme song and Coolio do the theme song to Keenan and Kel, you know, and these people that, you know, just a year ago, I was just listening to, you know, on the CTA bus, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And now I'm chilling and I'm hanging with them and they giving me advice and we hanging out. Um, it definitely was like, yo, <laughs> this, this is amazing right now. But then what was dope was that I remember my parents was like, when I came, <laughs> I came back home, it's like, take out the garbage. Boy, <laughs> come here like, like it's all good. Like you just, <laughs> you, know? you know, and that's why I love my family, man. Cause they kept, they kept me like, Hey, Hey man. Hey, <laughs> you know no doubt. Yeah. And, and by the way, because you're supremely talented, that means you got to a eight bar freestyle ready <laughs> at any point in time yeah, because man. that's just got to be in, in your bag. So if you don't mind, since you brought up rhyming, I've had Papoose, the freestyle lyrical king, kick something on the show recently. If you don't mind, you mind spitting a couple of bars? Man, all right. Uh, moving like sign my faith is bionic. My heart is in rhythm with God. Negativism don't get my attention. I'm keeping it all the way calm. A conic like Keenan and Kale. A conic is heaven and kale. A biblical smells. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> okay. 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 So we're going to get an album? What's hey, okay. thinking about giving us a single? Can we get an album? Some some guest spots? Like what's next on the, on the, on the rapping tip? Oh, yeah, man. So uh, I put out a single, man. So I have my book, uh, Bless Mode, right? that uh, is a devotional, 90-day devotional to level up your faith. And uh, within the book, it's about, um, you know, your spiritual self Mm. and also your physical self. And Mm. I had not seen any devotionals that have a call to action to exercise, like afterwards. And so my thing was, was that, okay, start you off with a Bible verse, tell you a short story about my life that connects with that Bible verse. Um, and then I have you pray. And then after that, I might have you do some burpees or I might have you do something, mm-hmm. you know, that you're working out. Right. No and so within that, what I wanted to do was I said, hey, yo, um, I love working out to CHH music, which is Christian hip hop. And no I love working out to it all the time. And I work with a lot of different artists, directing music videos and CHH. And so uh, I said, let me put a song with it. And I put a song with Bless Mode and it took off, man. It's on. Spotify's on iTunes. It's everybody been playing it. Uh, it's a heavy rotation in CHH. So I'm super excited about that. So everybody's like, yo, we need a new single. So I definitely got another one coming. Uh, so I'm super excited about that, man. So I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to step my game up. I've been yeah. talking about it. 
And I've been making certain changes about my diet and certain habits. So I'm going to get into the 90 day devotional. Yeah. And I want to also thank you for being so very open and transparent about past experiences with addiction and depression, which helped so many of us in particular in similar situations. Tell me what it took to overcome these obstacles and what you ended up learning through these struggles. Man, uh, it's really a thing about connecting with your spirit. And when I'm talking about spirit, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? Just keeping it all the way 100. No doubt. And the thing about it is, is that we all have a light inside of us and we don't need to be covering it up. And the enemy wants you to cover up your light. You know what I mean? And the thing about it is, is that I was trying to handle everything on my own, you know, when things were happening in my life. And it was to a point where that the choices that I was making was not the choices of God. You know what I mean? And it was leading me where I'm looking at the chaos and the trouble in the world and, you know, all the things that I have witnessed with losing friends and uh, toxic relationships, all these different things where it was just kind of pulling me into like, who am, who am I? You know what I mean? And then it was the point where it was like, okay, there's a definitely a crease. You know how you crease your genes? There's definitely a crease in a line between living for the Lord and not living for the Lord. And the Mm. thing about it is that I want to stand living for the Lord and I'm an ambassador for Christ. And when it was that, and I said, I want to be transparent. You use the right word because when we say being transparent, we're literally saying, I want you to see the God in me. So right. all the things that you see me get through and the things that you see me overcome and the obstacles and emotional walls that I've gotten through is because of God. And the thing about yes. it is, is that I'm going to let everybody know because I yeah. would be giving people a disservice. Like now I'm the big homie. You know right. what I mean? No For all my homies and the, little, the youngsters that are coming up that watch me on all that Game Shakers, they watch a Good Burger on Netflix and they're watching Nickelodeon and all those things like that. When they look me up, They go, man, yo, he loves God. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because the thing about it is that setting people free. That's the that's the main thing. And that could be whatever they're dealing with, because everybody's dealing with something. You want to make sure that they're set free from that so they can go after their real destiny. And that's what's important for me is that people really understand how much God loves them, because I've gone to some of these youth groups and speaking at juvie homes and things of that nature. and, And a lot of kids, man, it's like they they ain't even been hugged before. Correct. Or told that they'll they're loved. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about it is that as we go through it, we don't need to be here. We need to like go, hey, it's love. Respond in love. I'm praying for you. You got this. Let me tell you my story. Let me tell you how I got through it. And that's the thing about it, man. We got to show love because it's 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 everybody. We all part of the same family, you know? Absolutely. And and that needed to be said. And I honor your your humility. Because when we get to this position, so many people look up to us, want to be us. And every place you go, if you ask young people from the south side of Chicago, what do you want to be? They're going to say an entertainer, a rapper, an athlete, because they've seen us be successful and make a lot of money in those fields. And so it's, it's very important, as you mentioned, to let them know. I always give the advice, be kind to people like walking around with your fist balled up and your face all frowning up. All you're doing is blocking your blessings. When you're nice to people, 
say please, say thank you, say excuse me. Like try to own the things that don't cost you anything. Your body language, your attitude, being on time. Like these things don't cost nothing, but can go a long way to putting you in position to chase your goals. And I know you got so much going on and, and rightfully so. But in 1997, you gave us a classic, brother. Good burger. So when can we get a, a, a part two? What's going on? <laughs> well, you always seen the announcement, you know what I mean, on, on Jimmy Fallon. So uh, it's going down. Good Burger 2. We're starting production. Uh, I'm super excited about it, man. And, and that's just the thing, too, man. God's grace and God's blessing. Like so many years ago, you're talking about 97. You know what Correct. I mean? These little kids that weren't even born yeah. um, that, you know, are having good burger birthdays and all these different yep. things like that. And yeah. I just think it's so awesome that it, it's a special place in people's hearts. Uh, and you all are going to be super excited. We we took a long time to work on the script because we didn't want, you know, to disappoint. And it's going to be a great, great movie. The script is amazing. Uh, the fans are going to love it. Like the fans that have watched the original movie and then mm -hmm. they could watch it with their kids too. Like we're going to bring that back with a whole family coming around the TV <laughs> to watch this film. Um, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. 